0: I got the little blue check mark on Instagram now, which frankly is not a damn important thing. It's changed nothing, nothing. People don't engage me that much more. People don't respond to stuff that much more. I wasn't sliding into anybody's DMs before. I sure as hell am not doing it now. It was something we were working on for well over a year and a half, getting content out there, building a social presence online, trying to really put out. You know, the kind of image that we needed that we knew we needed in order to get verified. And then obviously me working with contacts, people that I know inside Instagram to make sure I hit their check, li- you know, the checklist and get that stuff done. And you still got to have a connection. You still got to go through somebody who's got a PR portal, because if you apply to the app, they get three million requests a day to that app. You're not going to get verified that way, not unless you are somebody who is particularly notable. And for the overwhelming majority of us, that ain't you, bro. I'm just That's just what it is. It's not you. It's not me. It's not most people. Don't take offense to it, just it, it just is what it is. relax your mind, and get ready for a different kind of podcast where we elevate your baseline in crispy, high-resolution audio. This isn't a different standard. It's the higher standard. So on this episode, I want to do something. I want to catch up. I just want to talk at you for a minute. I want to, you know, just download some things that have been going on in my life. I think a lot of people think that I'm either antisocial or you know, that I am I, I don't want to see them. And that's not really true. I, I think it's it's more of understanding that I got a lot going on and I don't want to ease off that gas pedal. And I know people get hurt by it. I've talked about it before in previous episodes, you know, like it's not personal, it's just business, right? But as you get older, your family becomes more of a priority and things around you become more important. I took a rare couple couple hours last night to watch um, Squid Game with my wife. And I don't really know when this, this uh, episode will air, but you haven't seen Squid Game by the time this thing airs. Do yourself a favor. Episode one hooked us. We were in. It was good. It's Korean. It's dubbed, but it's so damn well done. Oh, to yourself, check it out. My wife and I checked it out last night. It was good to just get some time, decompress, and not even think about things for a little bit. It was. It was nice. But uh, I woke up this morning to a COVID scare, and this just—it's just not going away. You know, I was feeling run down. I was feeling burnout. I knew it. I, I knew that. You know, I've been doing too much, working too many hours, you know, trying to put out, you know, vlogs that I'm editing myself, trying to, you know, put together my own content and create things. It's not easy. You have a content production team helping out and all these things are, you know, these are not money-making endeavors. So you do them between the hours of five to nine and you try to get in as much as you can, but you're always running behind. Always. And yeah, I mean, I don't have an obligation to continue to post every single day and continue to do those things, but I, I put the burden on myself to do it and I commit. I want. I want to do what I, what I set out to do, whether it makes money or not. But it is an interesting point to think that you know you can physically get burnt out. You can physically wear yourself down from going so hard at something that your body will actually have reactions. You know, you feel like you got the flu. I felt that way all day today. I'm not gonna lie. I was in the bathroom like every 20 minutes, not because I had the flu. Not because I'm actually sick. My body's just telling me, "Yo, man, like you need to slow down. This this is getting crazy," and you know it, it happens. You got to listen to your body. You got to rest. So I'm gonna do the responsible thing. My wife, my son, and I are gonna go up to uh, Carmel by the Sea for the weekend, and and to try to get away. We'll probably come back sometime midweek next week. And and while I, I'm always working, while I'm traveling, it'll kind of be nice to to get away, have a change of scenery, and be able to put the phone down for a little bit. I don't know about. All you guys out there, but for me, the phone has become an addiction that I can totally acknowledge. It's the first thing I check when I get up in the morning, even though I know you're not supposed to. You know, I'm constantly looking at social media. You know, feedback data, which I, I agree is not healthy, but you know, you, you got to check your progress, right? It's, it's kind of equated to looking at cryptocurrency. You can check the value of cryptocurrency 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You log onto your app. Well, you can check how your progress is going in social media the same way. If you're a creator. You can log on TikTok and see what your engagement is. You can log on Instagram. You can log on to to YouTube. YouTube's analytics are amazing. You can tell how video and stuff you've done, you know, is is catching on or not catching on. And when you're not trying to be like sensational or clickbaity, you know, it's a slow grind, man. Every single day is just another day. But uh, I did want to talk about one of the things that's been happening a lot on social media is people have been hitting me up left and right about trying to get verified. I got the little blue check mark on Instagram now, which frankly is not a damn important thing. It's changed nothing, nothing. People don't engage me that much more. People don't respond to stuff that much more. I wasn't sliding into anybody's DMs before. I sure as hell am not doing it now. It was something we were working on for well over a year and a half, getting content out there, building a social presence online, trying to really put out you know the kind of image that we needed that we knew we needed in order to get verified, and then obviously me working with contacts, people that I know inside Instagram to make sure I hit their check, li- you know, the checklist and get that stuff done. And you still got to have a connection. You still got to go through somebody who's got a PR portal because if you apply to the app, they get three million requests a day to that app. You're not going to get verified that way, not unless you were somebody who was particularly notable. And for the overwhelming majority of us, that ain't you, bro. I'm just that's just what it is. It's not you. It's not me. It's not most people don't take offense to it just it it just is what it is so the reason why i say all this though is fuck man people been hitting me up in the dms like yo man who's your plug get me get me verified can you do this you know can you hook me up can you get me there dude if it was that fucking easy man like everybody and their mother would be verified and yes there are a lot of people out there who got verified and i don't i can't speak for them i don't know how they did it or what they did i can tell you right now over the course of a year and a half i got denied twice And finally, the third time it came through, it wasn't like this big, you know, fanfare, like awesome. You get an email, you know, you get, wow, you get this alert, you're verified. Oh, my God, it's cool. I woke up one day at three o'clock in the morning, went to use the bathroom, was going to respond to a DM I had uh, from somebody making a smart ass comment. I was going to hit him back with a joke and I saw the little blue check mark next to my name. That was it. There wasn't a post about it. There wasn't a big thing. It just, wow, Okay, we did that. Let's try to get the next thing. And the next thing for me was trying to get verified on TikTok, which I am not verified currently, and I'm not sure that's going to happen anytime soon. But the point was, it was just a milestone. It was a tiny, tiny, tiny hit of dopamine that made me feel like we were moving in the right, you know, trajectory, the right direction. But it wasn't something that happened overnight. These people online who think that you can just like pay someone, you know, ten grand. First of all, if you want to pay someone ten grand, for, you're just dumb. Don't do that. Don't do that. But You know, these people who are trying to pay online to get it and to buy it, you think it's going to help their business. I guess on some level it makes your business stand out. But the whole point of that stupid blue check mark is not to show that you're fucking somebody. It's just to show that somebody else who has an account is not you. It's just to verify that you are a person, not somebody else who's faking like you. And keep in mind for someone like me, I had a bunch of other things that were career related that makes that an important thing. I'm an executive. We're a publicly traded company. You know, we, I've got a, a presence that's out there on you know on, on websites like Bloomberg and, and things like that that are, that are real because of my position. So we only had to do a little bit more work to get to where I wanted to go, and I still got denied twice, and it took a year and a half. So for those of y'all, think you know, hitting me up in the DM saying like, "How did I get this?" or "How do you get get the fuck?" Out? I mean, it's not that way. What are you doing? Okay, and then I'm gonna go ahead and say this now. There is a guy out there whose name is literally Kid. He's in San Diego, literally telling people that he got me verified and that I ripped him off. Can you imagine this shit? So here's what happens. This guy hits me up after I've already been denied twice. I'm in the third time I've been in. I know from feedback from my team at Instagram that I finally meet all their requirements. I got everything I need. I know that the verification is coming. This guy hits me up in in my direct messages like a week and a half, two weeks before I'm verified. Says, hey man, yo, I'll get you verified. You just got to give me a large sum of money. I was like, get the, no, what's wrong with you? I said, go ahead, bro, give me verified. Let's just see what happens. He says, well, I won't do that unless you pay me in the front because I've been burned too many times. I said, yeah, I bet you have. I'm not paying you, bro. Bye. That was it. There wasn't a conversation there. We were just like, all right, peace out. Bye. And then he started making more and more comments. What happened? I tell him straight up, look, I know people there, man. Why don't I ask them if, You know, you're somebody that can do this and we'll see what they say. The conversation really didn't go anywhere. Some back and forth, whatever. Two weeks after I get verified. Now, four weeks after that conversation. This dude hits me up in the DMs demanding money saying, I got you. Like, get the fuck. What are you doing? Like, what kind of sorry-ass street hustle is that? Like, did you just think that it arbitrarily happened and that I was going to be like, okay, bro, wow, thank you for doing this for me. Here's a check for $25,000. I mean, what kind of crazy-ass world are we living in that people like that can actually expect someone like me to write them? Do you think I'm going to write you a check? Really? Because you are telling people that you got me verified? And to make matters worse, I tell them straight up, yo, I know people at Instagram. I will go over that right now, and I can guarantee you, your name is not on the form. I'm sure you didn't even know there was a form. There is indeed a form that your, your company, if you have a PR company, a portal that pushes you through, you literally fill out, and they push you through using that form. And it cites three relevant articles, if not more, your website, a bunch of other stuff that they want to see, and then you sign it. You actually sign it in some circumstances. For Instagram, there are ways where you don't do that, and somebody else can fill it out for you for a third party. But whatever. What I'm saying is this. This guy actually has the audacity to come at me asking for money. And that wasn't bad enough. After he blocks me, deletes all his messages and blocks me, when he realizes that I know people over there and can get him in trouble because he has a verified account. It'd be easy to show those messages to somebody. Don't worry, I took screenshots. What does he do? He starts telling other people who hit me up in my direct messages, saying, hey, I heard you ripped this guy off, but he's saying he got you verified. Can you tell me if he got you verified or not so I can pay him $25,000 to get me what are these people thinking? So I've literally sent everybody the screenshots of this dude's conversation. I've literally posted stuff on Instagram, but I'm going to stop responding to it now. I'm, I'm, I can't keep doing this with this guy who's clearly trying to street hustle people. If you hear this out there and someone's getting your DMs, there are people who help me out along the way. If you really want to know, I will, I will tell you. But if you think it's an overnight success, no, it's a PR marketing company. You got to work with them and you got to go through the process and you got to build yourself up to be where you need to be to get verified. It's not a magic plug where someone just plugs you in and goes, hey, congratulations, you're verified, you get a blue check mark." And stop obsessing over this shit. It's not that important. It's just not. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It's not that big a deal. So for those of you who know, I'm also working on a podcast, this podcast that you're listening to. But I want to take it up to another level. I want to take this podcast to a place it isn't at right now, So I've been really focusing on getting the format and the structure to where we need it to be in order to really bring in a high, you know, a real high tier, high quality guest. And there are a couple of people that we have in the works that I think in the next couple of weeks, in the next couple of episodes, we're going to start mixing in a lot more interviews. And I think this is going to wind up being a very, very cool thing. Some of the people that I have lined up, I'm not going to name drop, but they're all big. All big and I'm super, super shocked, super, super proud. A lot of these people, people that I knew in advance and I was friends with or friends of a friend, and and to have these people be willing to come on board. If you're listening to this is, you know, just trying to check out what this what this podcast is like, thank you. Thank you for believing in me and being willing to come on and, and sign up to do an interview with me when this podcast isn't even out yet. It's, it means a lot to me and it's tremendous. And, and I got to tell you, it's hard to balance all of this and, and get this going because I'm not a technical, savvy, technically savvy person when it comes to audio and recording. I've had to get there. I've had to figure out, you know, what a, what an SM7B mic is and what a Focusrite scarlet is, and and you know, try to figure out how I'm going to get the audio and lighting going on for stuff that's on video. And it's been a challenge. But I got to tell you, it's been really, really cool to learn and be creative again. And it's been really, really cool to start editing footage again. And I'll, I'll stop and tell you, there's a lot of people along the way, when we started doing this podcast, told me not to do it. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. You, only, you, only have, you only have downside risk, man. You're only going to have downside risk. You could say something wrong and lose your job. You can say something wrong and piss people off. You go on social media, you put yourself out there, you can be hunted down by trolls. Yeah, I get hit up by trolls all the time, man. So what? People have lots of excuses and lots of reasons why you shouldn't do stuff. I was talking to a friend last night we were relating about how we have some familial challenges that he and I are trying to overcome. And he was telling me that when he started this business and his business is successful. And when I successful, I I say, so I mean, this guy's got all the things you want, high end cars and exotic lifestyle, helicopters when he wants everything well-known could be out there in front of everybody chooses not to be. And I respect that. But he was saying how everybody around him, when he started this company, we were laughing at him, even his own family. And man, I, I struggle with that too, man. A lot of my own family have done similar things and they haven't laughed at me. They haven't told me that I can't do it, but they sure as hell have not been supportive in some ways, you know? But that doesn't mean that I'm gonna stop. That doesn't mean that that I'm gonna take that criticism and go, okay, okay. Because the majority of people around you and the majority of people around me, they're not gonna push themselves to try to get to another level. A lot of people get complacent. And this is one of those lessons that in life, in business, I always struggle with. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. We started this bank. Fourteen years ago, we got into it. I started progressing in my career, and I got some opportunities that I felt were really lucky. And then I had a a, a business trip, and me and some of the then uh, members of the executive team were having a conversation. And at the end of the night, the then president and I sat down at a table, and he was an older guy. He wound up retiring subsequently, the, you know, like a year or so later. But he was a nice guy, and while we didn't see eye to eye in the business world. You know, he was very, very wise in that he had a lot of experience and did a lot of things. And I told him, I said, I don't understand why me and this other person that I named, you know, we haven't elevated the same way. You know, she's a smart person. She's intelligent. Yeah. You know, there's issues there, but I don't I don't really know, you know, why I'm advancing in my career faster than than she is. And honestly, he looked me dead in the face and he said, look, you will ponder that same question about a lot of people throughout your career. And you have to understand that your personal trajectory is based off of your internal ability, your willingness to really push and chase after that potential and to realize that. And not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody is motivated by money or success. Some people are just motivated by different things. Some people don't want to move up because they don't want more and more responsibility. I had a kid you know, who was running a division for me a while back, leave. Leave because he wanted to go back to school. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you know, this is shortly after I was studying and taking the bar while, you know, while working full time for six months, getting in the office before the office opened, leaving the office, you know, 11 at night every single night, not talking to my wife, you know, spending every single weekend, every single day, Saturday and Sunday. I even tried Adderall, and I'm not a person who tries, you know, drugs, but after six months doing this nonstop over and over and over and over and over again with zero breaks. I was going out of my fucking mind. It was crazy. But I wanted it that bad. And yeah, I passed the bar and, you know, and I moved on. And I'm looking at this guy going like, yo, I went to law school, you know, while I was working full time. I went to, you know, to take the bar, you know, years later, well over a decade later while I was working full time. And you want to quit this job so you can, f- what are you doing, bro? Like, where's your, like, where's your, you know, level at? But that's life. And you have to understand that you have to appreciate that. And I've never been a good person at appreciating that perspective, but I can tell you, You will only get out of life, out of business, out of families, what you put into it. Now, here's the part that'll mess you up and still messes me up to this day. You can't put 100% of yourself in all of those things. You can't. You can't do it. So you have to balance. You got to balance life and work and all these things in a way where you choose what gets the majority of your focus or how you do it on a time basis. I've never been really good at being a friend particularly when I have something that I'm hungry for in business, hungry for in business. And right now, you know, this book, this podcast that I'm talking to you on, you know, my real estate stuff that we're doing on the side, we're, we're talking, my wife and I are talking about a franchise that we're working on and we're still doing a lot of due diligence there. You know, We're really grinding out a lot of things that none of these things are really meant to be necessarily lucrative. They're just little rabbit holes that we're going down. But I have found in my life, those little rabbit holes that we've gone down have been very, very, very fulfilling. So we go down. them. But I'm not going out to parties. I'm not going out and hanging out with my friends. I'm not going and doing all this crazy stuff. And it takes me reaching burnout like the beginning of this conversation where I describe that to you for me to go, okay, shit, I need a break. I need to take some time off and I'm going to do that. But I'll be the first person to tell you as soon as I get back a week later, I'm headed off to Dallas. I'll be working from Dallas for a little bit. And, and, you know, meeting some of the team there. And then my wife and son will be in town and we'll, you know, we'll hang out and do some fun stuff over the weekend. Dallas State Fair, Texas State Fair is there. So, you know, whatever. But you got to make time for what you can make time for. And right now, besides work and family, there's not a whole lot left. And I hope that sacrifice pays off one day. I hope it gives me some, some level of fulfillment. You know, will my family sacrifice a little bit because of it? My extended family? Most definitely. Will my friends suffer because of it? Yo, they already have. But You know, that that is the path that I've chosen at this point in time. And I hope that those friends who truly know the level and loyalty of my friendship, they will understand and they will know that they will always be my friend. You can call me. I'll I'll be here for anything. It's hard to balance. It's hard to juggle all these things. It's really hard to, to find that that center. And even for me, every single day right now, I'm 41 years old and I'm probably the most imbalanced I've ever been when it comes to work life balance. And I hear all these people talking about you know, living debt-free and, and being out on your own and, oh, it's so fulfilling. I'm not talking about that. If that's what your goal is, great for you. That's, that's fine. If that's what you want. You want to live in a van and roll around the world? Good for you. I'm not knocking that at all. But for me, I want to know my son has an empire waiting for him. I want to know that at the end of whatever the hell this life is, when I leave, my wife's taken care of. If she's you know, if if I'm fortunate enough to be in that situation. I wanna make sure that my family's good. I wanna make sure that when I'm 70, 75 years old, I'm not working. Not like this. I'm working on the the rabbit holes that I went down. I'm working on the podcast, or I'm writing a book, or I'm having some fun doing something that's not necessarily driven by money, but is fulfilling nonetheless. So when I close. This particular episode out, ask yourself a question with one last thing. Ask yourself what you really do every single day that makes you feel fulfilled. What are you doing to try to grow and expand your mindset? What are you doing to continue to learn? Just because school's over doesn't mean you should stop learning. Just because you've been in your job for 10 years doesn't mean you should stop learning. What are you doing to expand yourself? Most people will answer that question and say nothing. My wife, right now, I'm so proud of her. She's getting ready to, to uh, take the real estate exam. She wants to help me out in the real estate company, and I could yeah, definitely use the help. And frankly, don't tell her this. She's probably going to be a ten times better real estate agent than I ever was. She's more personable. She's more bubbly. She's more connected. She links up with everybody. She remembers everyone's name. For for me, that's just not that's just not my number one skill set. My number one skill set is I'm strategic. I I think you know kind of thirty thousand foot elevation, and and that that's that's just a different perspective. I think she's going to be amazing, but I'm so proud of the fact that she's decided after becoming a nurse and working in the CICU and having our son, she wasn't going to you know sit on her laurels and just whatever, I can be a housewife. And she can if she wants. She wants to contribute and she wanted to learn the business. And for me, as somebody who always thinks about a worst case event scenario, if I pass away knowing that she has that basic real estate background that I tell every single person who listens to this podcast, I tell every single person that listens to on social media to get their real estate license. It makes me proud as fuck that my wife's going to do it. So get out there, improve yourself, challenge yourself, make some sacrifices. That's how you lead to greatness. That's how you lead to a win. I'm not there yet. I'm still hoping to find out what that looks like for me at some point in my life. But for right now, I'm still chasing it. Thanks for tuning in. appreciate you. Like, subscribe, follow. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation on the Higher Standard Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe or follow on whatever platform you are listening to this on. If you like this episode, please write a review and share it with us. we are getting the show up and running right now, so every message, every review, and every note counts. This show exists to showcase what's possible when leaders decide to uphold a higher standard for their businesses, their investments, their families, and most importantly, themselves. If you want to see more of my content, I post daily on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. So be sure to follow me on your favorite social media platform. And with that, it is a wrap. And as always, I look forward to hanging with you all on the next episode.